All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 45. This 45, week. yes. Yes, 45. All mm. right. I'm your host, Blue Squadron, joined as always by my co hosts, uh, Jaycoon VT. Uh, hello, my name is Jaycoon VT, V before the team, and Awakening Wusamane with 765 Gear Score. I do a lot of end game content such as Olin's The Dungeons. I'm currently really enjoying Israhid Highlands. It's really fun. Uh, I wish it was a party grand spot, but it's I'm still enjoying it as a single player grand spot. And you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Jaycoon VT, V before the T. Right on. And my boy Blonde. Hello, I am Blonde Bear. I uh, am the wielder of the North America's first the LBI. LBI. You got it. Wait, I you got it? it this morning. I got, got it this morning. It. Let's yeah. go. I, You're uh, huge. I I'm the first in North America. Pretty crazy. Long, long journey since literally the origin of um, Odalita. And uh, yeah, you can catch me at twitch.tv slash Blonde Bear while I try to finish the merchant ring within a decent amount of time. We'll see if that happens, though. Right on. Uh, wow. Yes, I did combine it. I did combine you it. Did I corrupted it. it. I did everything. Yeah. Does it give like a Pretty, server uh, announcement when you when did you, you do turn it, it into a, a base nope. falling god? Yet? <laughs> I will not turn it into a base falling god. And no, there is no server announcement for the LV item. No Wait, <laughs> oh, no. what the heck, bro? It's so <laughs> underwhelming. It is That's just crazy. a chat item. Also, no chat title item. either. <laughs> no title. But maybe they'll add something now that it's gone with one it's like there was only one in eu so it's like eh whatever maybe we don't add it and then i don't know maybe another there's two maybe they'll consider it who knows that's right that copium keeps us going every single day mm -hmm. um all right so we have a number of topics on the docket today there is the talk of the town which we will get into in our first topic here which is the new gvg system that they have on the global labs and then the state of Competitive PvP game modes. Let's start with the GVG system. You guys aren't PvPers, so I'll give my opinion first, then I'll ask you something about it. I think that, so, the, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I yeah. think that the new GVG system is a good idea on paper. The problem is a 15 versus 15 or 20 versus 20 game mode is going to be difficult to regularly like keep going. So like, mm. I think that they're going to have to introduce it in Windows. Like it, it, it will only have like. Kind of like how ranked AOS was like a, it would only happen in a certain time frame. That they need to keep it like a very narrow window because otherwise like I feel season. like they'll, yeah, I feel like otherwise guilds will just sit in queue forever and they won't have anybody to queue against. Uh, I think mm. it'll be really popular at the start and then guilds will try it. And then once the dust kind of settles down, I think they absolutely need to make sure that they have like a, um, like a window. Uh, or I think it just, it's just DOA content, sadly. Uh, just because, of how many people you need to get together in your guild to do that. Um, and it needs to be outside of node wars. So like it needs to be not at node war times. So they need to make sure that they're scheduling mm -hmm. like the window, so to speak, outside of node war time. Uh, I do think it is a good idea on paper. It helps give those players that like normally love the open world PVP. They like that. I mean, I don't particularly like open world PVP very much. I feel like in most cases you're getting mm -hmm. zerged one way or another and one team is just not having fun. Uh, and oftentimes it ends up turning into harassment. Um, but like those players should be allowed to play the game the way they want to, as long as it's not disrupting other players. So I think that if you like open world PVP, this is a good alternative. This is a good option. And it shows that Perlibus is kind of at least open to like, yeah, they're taking away certain aspects of, of like PVP that used to be in the game for years, but at least they're trying to add new game modes that are less less prone to toxicity less prone to harassment because like let's be honest as a player base if they release it's every time they release new content it's can we exploit it and how right like it's can't how can we like be toxic using this system so like i'm glad to see it i just I, i'm nervous about its implementation now for you guys mm -hmm. now they said there's going to be a lot of pvp rewards now what you guys don't really have an opinion on the on the gvg system like up front but i'm curious what would get you guys to do a game mode like that? Like, um, Blonde, we'll start with you. What kind of rewards um, or incentives would you look for in order to initiate you to actually proactively queue up for something like that? 
Uh, similar stuff to the Node War system. I think they did a good job of adding those crystals that upgrade the Alakas and Akrods, and I think that a system like that would probably be really well made. Like something like similar to the the Guild Boss system where they added Rebelliouses, just a way to get something that was more exclusive, still leaving it as exclusive, but giving you an option to maybe get that material. I think that that's like the good route to go. Um, more tokens to turn in for something. Obviously, like Jay and I have said in the past, any kind of cosmetic costume or title also yeah, is kind of really nice. Yeah. Like I'm not pumped about PvP, but a 15v15 like guild building sort of experience like even if i was in a pve guild that like wanted to do a little bit of pvp but not node wars or any open world stuff might be interested in something like this i do have a few handful of people in my pve guild that are interested in pvp and this might be a way to you know you don't need your whole guild to do it but a handful of members and i think that uh, with the right rewards like stuff like that a token system to collect like, just like they have it with the new um, Shikatu seals. You have a title for collecting 300 of them. I haven't spent a single Shikatu seal because I want to get that title because I'm a freak and collector. And I think same, something like that would be... That, th that would be something for me and Jay uh, to, like, be <laughs> interested in it, I think, yeah. What are you... Wait, what title are you trying to get? The What is it? Shining Knight Shining or something? Knight. from the, Knight, yeah. Oh, the Shikatu seals? Shikatu seals. Shikatu seals. Yeah. Bro, we're all getting that. We're all inadvertently <laughs> working on that. Like I'm just like yeah I'll just I'll see you in three years like they came out with it I was right. like all right sounds good um, collecting every day yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Mm -hmm. um so okay all right Jacob what might get you involved in something like this and do you think you do it on your wooster or your shy yeah I mean for the, for the most part blunder hit the nail on the head on everything I also wanted was you know cosmetic stuff uh, I love like exclusive costumes exclusive cosmetics like that that would incentivize me to like I, i'm kind of a completionist myself like a collector of some sorts you know like for mm -hmm. like you know, treasures and stuff uh, i love getting the orzeka outfit nuver i got the nuver outfit i would probably do it on my shy i do think um like at least for me um i, I like i love any opportunity to uh do group content for my shy and so um i, I feel like there's my shy would probably be would make the most sense for me to to, to utilize since you know the buffs are kind of really strong <laughs> because you know it's, it's really strong um but as for like the gvg system have you guys done a lot of gvgs yourself like do you yes do you enjoy GVGs? In the past, yeah no, no well the the, if okay yeah, go ahead so i've done many gvgs i've been on the give it end i've been on the receive it end most of the time if you just boil it down, it's how many people can mm. you bring to the open world at any time of the day, whether it's 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. Um, like, you know, like how many people can you pull, right? And it ends up being kind of a Zerg fest. I would say the best yeah. GVGs have like relatively close numbers and you've got like, it's kind of like a low-key simulated open world node war where like, as a mm. shot caller, it's really fun to do those really high-end GVGs. The best GVGs mm. I ever had were in Vertex versus Black Rose were some of the best GVGs I've ever had. And Vertex lost a lot of those GVGs, if I'm being 100% honest. But it was so much fun trying to, like, kite around. Mm. You're using things that you would never be able to use in Node Wars, like the top of cliffs. You're bombing. Uh, people, are like, people, are, people are mapping to town, using escape escapes. There's there's definitely a lot of varied approaches. Yeah. People can V in. Uh, you can use shy bubbles and really think outside the box. Those GVGs can be a lot of fun. Uh, the problem is most of the time, I would say the vast majority of GVGs end up just being a hard Zerg fest one way or another. And it's just not fun uh, for either side in that case. So like, I do think that the instance GVGs kind of help fix that a little bit. I just, I'm not sure how frequently mm -hmm. they're going to get used. Um, yeah, I would yeah, I mean, for I me... Would... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I, I've... I've tried my. I, I've actually gone to um, a few GBGs, especially during that time when siege rewards were being changed to be like you know a lot better, and so I started joining uh, more PvP centric guilds um, during that time. And you know, I, uh, a good reason for that is also I wanted to learn more and improve myself as a player, so I wanted to try like more like PvP stuff there. Uh, but um, unfortunately, for that, how do I word it? It's like that. There was like the sort of like set of expectation or obligation to attend gbgs um for for that so alongside with that pressure and me not wanting to like drop what i'm doing to attend maybe not want to attend them so like i don't dislike the idea of gbgs i think it's interesting content that um like it can uh organically happen if that makes sense you know i think that's what a lot of players in the pvp community enjoy it for and with these guild leagues um it's an essentially organized form of gbgs you know i don't i don't know how it will play out if it will be successful or not 
but I do think that you know gamers are uh, gamers are generally natural naturally competitive people right I know for me whenever I'm a little bit slower on the p on the blitz, boss blitz rankings I know that I'm and I know I'm capable of getting a better time it motivates me to try to get a better time so I think this implemented ranking system in the guild league will maybe draw out that natural competitive from people to to do this type of content but I think you know timing is very very important right that that sort of window that you were talking about um is going to because we don't want to like what was it called like thin out like you know everybody's like split up in terms of oh do i want to go node war or do i have to do this like the guild league stuff right so i think um I think yeah, it's I an think... interesting system we'll see we'll see how it plays out right now yeah i mean i think you bring up an excellent point the biggest problem with gvgs as they currently stand um is that ultimately when you're making a guild and you're trying to like make a competitive pvp guild you're always managing what we call burnout uh normal players mm -hmm. are less prone to this but in a pvp guild you see burnout is much more predominant so like the requirements that your guild has usually it's like one node war and one siege a week uh if you're in like a siege guild right that's usually like the baseline requirement but like there's like three or four node wars a week to choose from so like the leadership is basically always there and so they're the most prone to burnout when your leadership dies the guild dies right but like as a normal mm. player um being required to go to gvgs constantly is exhausting exhausting yeah. it, even if there are a lot mm. of fun even if it's fun even if it's, it's fun exhausting. it is crazy crazy yeah. exhausting um i uh I remember back in the day when it was a lot of uh, Snake versus Black Rose and Snake versus Family, and there was literally a month where I think every single day, every single afternoon, everybody would be getting called to an all-call GVG, and we'd sit there for two or three hours and duke it out. And like after like the second week, I was kind of like, okay, I know I'm not the biggest PvP fan, but I show up to support the homies and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But holy cow, I am like, I just like i want to go i kind of want to do a little something else like i like this but i kind of want to do something else well, i feel like this outlet will also solve the problem of like sometimes like the worst parts about a gvg is its unevenness right not getting enough participants or you outnumber sides and stuff and i think that this kind of solves that problem by having a cap on it a little bit um yeah yeah, yeah. um but like like i said like it's now more people could technically attend if you schedule it at a very certain time like if you schedule mm -hmm. it like i don't know mm -hmm. two hour an hour or two before node wars would probably be a good thing because the players are looking to warm up before node war right like so it's that yeah. would be like a good healthy way to do it that's when most of the pvpers are getting on anyway and it's a good healthy outlet for those gamers that kind of want to do uh that small scale skirmish stuff um mm -hmm. and again like it having it on a timer means that players aren't going to burn out regulating how frequently people can do the content although it might seem ridiculous up front and players might say well that's all i want to do all the time well those are the same players that you see play the game less and less and less over right, the week because you can do it anytime means that you don't do it in the limited yeah. window it would have been in in my experience um, creates kind of a problem yeah in my experience running pvp guilds those players that are just like the most gung-ho about node wars like they, they go super super hard you see them at every node where you're at every gvg they're always trying to start stuff and then they just fall off the face of the universe because they just burn out super hard on the game and it's not even yeah. that they're grinding too hard it's that they're just doing too much pvp and then they just they lose fulfillment from the game um mm -hmm. otherwise so like i think the regulation is honestly a good thing even though some players might see it as a bad thing uh up mm -hmm. front uh Damn. now yeah now as far as the state of competitive pvp modes um we're all on north america um and i have like limited experience with how the other node war scenes uh scenes are doing just because i do the united nations podcast i know that kr is v like really struggling there are probably four to five total node war guilds in korea right now mainly because their top three mm -hmm. guilds are uh the koreans describe them as the cartel uh, and what they will do is they will basically drop as all three of them will just drop together on a node and zerg everyone off the node uh, and then hand it off to one of them uh, every single time that there's a fight or every time that there are forts down. And obviously, if you do this enough times, no one wants to come out in PvP anymore, so they've effectively killed their own PvP scene. Um, and so, like, we're very fortunate in North America to have, like, Show Nation, Digital, and Corrupt, who have been our top three for a while, um, although they do drop on fights from time to time, they don't drop together because they all hate each other. This is a W. Um, and like, and when they do try to crash fights, they 
typically they bring like just enough to make it like a reasonable fight. So like, and we don't see that happening a crazy amount in North America. I don't think EU does it either. I know that SEA hates each other more than any other server. So they definitely aren't dropping together uh, on nodes unless they're in there. Like they've all got like their segregated alliances and stuff. So as far as the state of open world, or I mean, of like large scale PVP goes, it's struggling. Uh, worldwide, it is struggling. In North America, it seems like it's okay right now, but I'll admit I've seen a decline in overall fight availability and the overall number of players wanting to do PvP content like that uh, over the last few months like this. Um, the T1 scene is always prospering. We always see, like, there's usually, like, 20 or 30 T1 guilds that are kind of just cycling, um, reduce, reuse, recycle, and then new players are kind of getting into it. Uh, but whether or not those players actually make it to the end game of like tier three, tier four, tier five node wars, very, very small percentage of them. And it's a smaller percentage than are actually quitting the game on the high end. So like the net result, you end up seeing like less and less players in node wars, less and less players doing siege uh, kind of worldwide, even though the scene on North America is for the most part uh, stagnant, it's steady declines, a slight decline, but um, it's doing okay. Open world PVP obviously is in a serious amount of trouble right now because they removed one-sided deck changes. I still feel that that was a W change mm -hmm. for the game. The problem is that alongside one-sided uh, deck changes that ends a lot of the harassment that goes on in the game, there is still harassment that goes on, no question, um, but they didn't actually follow it up. So like these GVG changes are kind of meant to try to follow up. Okay, yeah, you don't have one-sided deck changes anymore, but now here's, here's some GVG content. Uh, that is a little bit more consensual that people kind of yes up into uh, to compensate. So like as far as the competitive PvP modes go, they are definitely struggling across the board as I think. And I think it's pretty obvious. The reason is that Pearl Abyss has kind of shifted its focus away from PvP. That is the brutal but honest mm -hmm. truth. The, they do not like there are simply more um, customers. It is a business. There are more customers that want to do cooperative gameplay that want to play with other players but not necessarily against other players there are more players that want to do pve solo gameplay there are more um people that want to do just their like guild content like large-scale guild content that isn't against other players you know because that that can feel scary to a lot of people and the, the mindset to oh, get good uh, is simply not a good argument when you're trying to sell a product for us pvpers that have been along around uh are around a long time Sure, that would be a reasonably valid argument, but like for a new player, telling them to just get good and get 750 gear score and like get good, it's just not a vibe. Let's just stop playing the game. And like you need to keep customers coming in. And so the uh, the focus or the shift more towards PvE content and PvE game modes, I think is an objective W for the game. I would just like to see large scale PvE, large scale cooperative PvE uh, or raids or dungeons and things like this, like mm -hmm. a shift towards that. Uh, yeah, PvP is always going to struggle, but I think on the whole, if you look at every single MMO across the genre, no, they're not all focused on PvP, but even the ones that are more geared towards PvP, their player base is hurting. Or, I mean, like, their PvP player base is hurting just because, you know, there's just way more players that want to do the other content, and I think that Perlibus is realizing mm -hmm. that. How do you guys feel about it? We'll start with Jay, since yeah, I did the line last time. I'm just hoping that... Uh, <laughs> I'm just hoping that... Then we get another dungeon this year. Um, and we didn't get one last year. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry. but yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping. If this shift is going towards PVE, well, you know, the, to be fair, they have been adding a lot of like end game PVE stuff, like in the form of Dekia stuff as well. Um, but hey, like I, I think more cooperative stuff, like that's 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 the thing that I'm 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 really looking forward to and hoping that this year that they'll introduce some more. I mean, they are introducing um Land of Morning Light Part Two this year, and Land of Morning Light Part Two will have guild boss splits, and so we'll see what happens with that. I hope it's not you know, um like I, I I've I played uh World of Warcraft for about a year back when Legion came out, and in that game the dynamic for the raids was kind of like you're kind of like you're you're punching your face um against the boss until you you finally like beat it and stuff like that, and like there was moments where my guild was like we're like two hundred pulls in on this one boss. You finally get it down, and and like the whole Discord explodes into like you know everyone's crying. Yes. Um, okay, happy, I didn't have anybody like, crying, screaming. but like yeah, dude. I don't like, know. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know about I would, crying. I feel like but, that experience yeah. would be kind of cool for 
for I BDO cried, and Jay, I cried. you cried yeah yeah same i <laughs> i was crying those 200 pulls when we were there yes, for like four weeks on that one well, boss, dude, that's you know, so. some of the best times i've ever had <laughs> yeah, in gaming exactly, across yeah. any genre were in destiny <laughs> 2 which the state of destiny 2 right oh now God, absolute yeah. dog water absolutely just garbage but like some of my best memories as a gamer were like you're trying to raid for hours and hour whether it be last witch or you're trying to fight the callus um final boss of the first rage you're just you're you're grinding with your friends for hours and i'm shot calling mm -hmm. it and we're all trying to work together and everyone has to execute perfectly and you're all in different like rooms and stuff doing your jobs and you finally pull it off and that feeling is the best feeling in gaming mm -hmm. i have yeah. never gotten that in bdo i have had some great feelings as far as like shot calling goes like a let's be honest i'm a starcraft 2 player so shot calling just came out like like I, that's what i wanted to do um but like that's that's where i kind of get that fulfillment but like i don't really get that like there's no like that sense of cooperation like towards a common goal except in node wars which to be honest you're cooperating toward a final goal but like it just doesn't feel as good it's just not there mm -hmm. you know what i mean most of the time you're banging your head against the wall instead of doing some pve mechanic so yeah Terran master race indeed um but yeah it's just so like i think this the shift obviously you guys are going to agree with the shift towards pve as a pvp -er, um <laughs> lately i've been not enjoying pvp because it's been a lot of um one-sided <laughs> uh one-sided pvp uh admittedly uh but um, as a as an enjoyer of consensual pvp um i think the shift away from pvp is kind of going to be a natural flux i think that they should definitely still give it attention but they can't give it as much attention uh, as they did at the start of the game. And that's just the brutal truth. Um, like they're selling a business. Uh, the game just won't, if if the PVP community had its way, the, the game just wouldn't be around in, in 10 years uh, because there would just be less and less players playing it. But um, as it is, a shift towards PVE content gets new players interested in the game. It gets new players excited about the game. And then because they got excited about that PVE content, they try PVP. So even though they're interested, mm. in, like initially they're interested in PVE, when I started BDO, I was like, I'm a non-PVP gamer. I don't want to PVP at all. Um, not much has changed. But <laughs> when I, after <laughs> after a while, I was like, you know what? Why don't we try, try Alt-C? You know what I mean? Like, why don't we yeah. give it a go? <laughs> why don't we see? What, and I tried it with my friends and I had a great time. It was a good time. It was exciting. It was a rush. It was super fun. And then it kind of initiated me into PvP and I enjoyed it for a super long time. I still enjoy it as long as it's Node War Siege, AOS, um, Battle Arena, things like this. Like, I enjoy all those forms of PvP. Maybe not open world so much anymore, but I like those big GVGs as well. Um, are a lot of fun. But like, again, I never even thought for a moment for like the first year or two that I played the game. There was no PvP at all. I just didn't do it. Um, just because I, I was scared to. Um, and I just, you know, I didn't want to play against other players. I was playing an MMO. I wanted to RP a little bit. I wanted to life skill. And I just didn't feel like um, it would fit in. And then I, you know, I took the plunge and it felt good. But the more players you have playing the game, the more players that will be interested in PvP long term. And the PvP scene stands to profit a tremendous amount when a lot of players start playing the game because naturally mm -hmm. some of them will want to pvp and then over time all of them will try pvp and a good majority or a good re amount of them will have a good experience um in at least in my opinion um with the game like land of the morning light came out and we had a massive player surge in the game and a bunch of new guilds got formed and a lot of them did pvp right like so like we got a big flux of influx of players there and that was really good for the game um so yeah the, the shift away from uh competitive pvp is sad but natural i think um yeah. over time i uh, think that it's a lot of old heads in bdo just upset that the game philosophy is changing i've been there in bdo where there were certain things that were more emphasized in the beginning of the game and as the time has grown and changed it's it has changed where the things that you may like are getting out phased in the game and unfortunately it's just one of those things it's just tough when you look at it as like a pvp standpoint because pvp is like uh, arguably what a lot of again old heads in bdo um were motivated for and the entire reason they played this game over mm -hmm. any other game in the first place on top of right. its combat and pa is just shifting philosophy which i believe they have been doing for a little while now the deck change kind of was like the final you know bullet and i feel like people are just kind of resisting it saying no please don't when mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it is a minority of the community. I, I understand, like, the 
the feel of the dynamic combat of like just you never know when you're going to get into an encounter and just running into someone open world and just wanting to you know change both of your days you know well, my can... day and that person's day are going to get changed but i think that just pa wants to turn away from that because they uh, you know i don't think they want a uh <laughs> I don't think this, but I don't think they want a like victim in any kind of uh, situation. I think they want everybody to be doing things that they enjoy and having fun. Um, well, no matter and stuff like that, right? No matter what you have, you're always going to have griefing. There's always going to be people right. that try to grief you, no matter what you do. Even if you take away mm -hmm. PvP altogether, there's still going to be people trying to grief you. Which what you're trying to do is you're trying to minimize the overall harassment and how bad it feels, right? Which segues yep. uh, into our next topic, which is the announcement. Uh, that came out uh, in KR uh, about a, like less than 24 hours ago or something like 24 hours ago um, that they're changing their operational privacy. Evidently, there's been a lot of allegations going on and Perlovis has come under a lot of scrutiny because uh, on the Korean server, there's been a lot of sexual harassment uh, and serious harassment, not just like, oh, uh, we're coming after a streamer situation. No, this is like serious harassment stuff. Uh, has been going on and so like legal teams have gotten involved because uh, sexual harassment is not is pretty serious uh in kr um it's i say pretty serious obviously it's serious everywhere but like kr takes it very seriously uh and so they released um like what they're gonna do with their new tos changes and one of the big changes that they're bringing in might be a little controversial i think it's an objective w but you will no longer be able to feed players to mobs. From now on, if a player comes in and flags for PvP and tries to kill you and you end up dying to a mob, you do not lose crystals to the mob. You don't take a death penalty for dying to mobs if somebody PvPs you before, uh, before you die to mobs, number one. Number two, if you die to mobs and somebody PvPs you, they will still take a karma hit, even though they're not the ones that receive the kill. Um... I think this is his objective W. Uh, downs, immediate downsides that I am seeing uh, is people take like people seeing someone flag for PvP, taking off all their gear, and then running in like a kamikaze pilot into the mobs um, <laughs> repeatedly. Uh, oh god! Yeah, yeah, like oh like so that you lose all your karma. Him. Yeah, oh like man. yeah, like it's. I mean, you have to think immediately, right? Like, how is this system going to be abused? Um, so like, it's just, uh, it's just like. Overall, if you set that aside, it's an objective W, um, oh, I think, for just across the board. However, um, that people, it, the, the system can be exploited a little bit, but to be fair, you can get your karma back pretty quickly. Um, so, like, even if you do get karma bombed pretty hard with this, um, number one, you kind of asked for it, right? You flagged up for PvP like this. Um, and number two... Um, you can get your you can get your karma back relatively fast. So like I'm curious what you guys think about this. You guys are PVEers. Um how how do you feel about this? We'll start with uh, Blonde. Um the situation for a long time has always been okay, so you know, I'm in a grind spot, someone PVPs me, I'm getting griefed. Or if I've got nothing to lose and I just keep resing up, whether they come into mobs or not, I'm just gonna keep running it down, and then the PvPer feels like they're getting griefed. So either way there's a griefer. No one's owed any grind spot, nor is killing someone give you the grind spot. If you got the patience to kill them over and over again, then that's your thing. But it's now just like, if you don't want someone to exist in your spot, just swap channels. Because just like if someone was PvPing me nonstop and they deck charged me and I, I couldn't do anything and they kept killing me over and over again, I would have to change channels now. PvPers will just have to change channels. I mean, even PvEers against PvEers have to change channels. Not everybody person, and everybody wants to fight over a spot. So, um, I didn't read the the thing because I I am night shift, so I've been sleeping all day. But I did read some stuff about it. Um, it it looks interesting. I've talked about that for a while. I feel like, um, as a player who is just like getting PvP or PvPing in mobs, I think that dying uh, to a mob is kind of bogus. Like if I lose a crystal or something because of something, and then that player didn't even intend that. We were just fighting because we wanted to. It's kind of like really sucky, especially if you have these massive crystals that are worth billions of silver that aren't just sitting in the market. I think that's like kind of stupid, but um i think yeah i think it is just a w overall i understand feeding people to mobs was kind of the way to get them out of your spot without losing karma and to react to that but it's just it's just the new way i guess um i don't think any feedback will ever change pa's opinion because i mean even for a long time with the red stuff they didn't like red players they never did anything with Mui Quinn. they haven't done anything for red players in a very long time they actively make it so that you can't do anything if you're a red player because they like don't let you get this gear or you can't tag or you can't do this or that. So they lost crystals. He's just been doing recently. it slowly, surely. 
Yeah, yeah like yeah, that. Yeah. Like the in the most recent patch, they lost all the like when you when you die as a red player, guys, you actually lose crystals every single time you die, whether it's PvP or PVE. If you die in PVE yeah. and you have no crystals, your gear downgrades. Uh, so I, what? I think what red players would do is they would put on very cheap crystals and just keep mm -hmm. refreshing their crystals all the time. Uh, right. But ne those were all removed with the most recent patch, which overall was a W for the game because it condenses all of the crystals and stuff and there's less confusion for news, less bloat, right, uh, for mm -hmm. new players. But uh, it had the adverse effect of affecting red players, and I don't think the Prolibus particularly cares. In this, yeah. in this case, when you're talking about feeding people to mobs and this harassment, because we haven't even gotten into the other TOS changes yet, um, but mm -hmm. like... This is a legal thing. Like, uh, like they're they're between a rock and a hard place on this. If they don't do anything, then they're legally vulnerable. Um, and like because it's sexual harassment, right? It's it's beyond like normal harassment. Like people harassing me on stream, yeah, that's whatever. You're not gonna get sued for that. Nobody cares. Um, but like when you go after somebody in that way, yeah, you open yourself up to some sort of lawsuit there. So like, and again. Like, so Perlibus's immediate response to something like this, just to protect their own company's interests, is going to be to shut down harassment. And that's going to be a crackdown on PvP. So, like, again, like, we're seeing this is a really harsh change, but I think it's a, an objective W. But, like, it also, it does take an aspect of PvP away from the game because no one's going to want to flag in the open world anymore uh, to kill anybody. Um, which mm -hmm. could be a win, could be could be an L uh, for a lot of players. Uh, kind of depends uh, on it, JQ, I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, they're between a rock and a hard place because if they don't do anything, the player base stays happy. If they, if they, but they're legally vulnerable, right? If they move on it, the player base gets upset with them when we know how much they hate public opinion, uh, being against them. And then, but they're less legally vulnerable. So like they're, they're, they're in a tough spot and they're choosing, um, to just play it safe. Uh, Jay, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is going to help with, like, I, I always get people in my chat always complaining about how, oh, they, they lost a crystal due to, like, you know, people feeding it's the worst feeling so ever, bro. Will, yeah, it's, yeah, it sucks. But, you know, for the most part, for me, I mean, I, I've experienced early on in, in my career in BDO as an Awakening Witch that the response were not in my favor. So I, I personally kind of just stopped trying and for the most part, sure it sucks that I lose my spot, but I don't mind just moving to another spot. I don't make any enemies. I've, I've had a much better experience grinding. I'm less stressed. I'm thriving. I'm enjoying the game by simply walking away <laughs> to over spot. Yep, I walk, um, I walk away too, bro. So... I don't I don't bother with it. And they DFS me yeah, and I swap so... servers because in my mind, mm -hmm. I've voided the spot. If somebody DFSs me, I like to respect mm -hmm. DFS, um, but like I don't mm -hmm. do it. So like if they DFS me, I say, okay, the spot's yours and I swap servers because they were willing to DFS and I really don't want to. Um, mm -hmm. I also play two classes that are not going to be able to win a DFS as a general rule. But like, um, regardless, I just, I like, I think there's civilized ways to handle trying to take a grind spot and then there's uncivilized ways. And I think that they're trying to remove mm -hmm. the, the harassment aspect of yeah, the, the, the yeah, grind zones, right? Yeah, like I, I mean, we do have to take into consideration, though, we do have a lot of channels on North American EU. On a lot of these other regions, they don't. And so it is going to be that's true. very weird when you have only a certain amount of grind spots and only two or three different rotations, and you've got 100-plus players trying to get in that spot in that region. I feel like for some of these other regions, like MENA and SEA, don't they have, like, literally six channels or something like that? And that's including their seasonal um so i feel like that's going to be kind of rough mm -hmm. for other regions but i you know i can only speak obviously from our perspective yeah it's easy for us to just swap i think yeah i mean like i don't a, know what it looks like well, on their end there's always going to be griefing in the game no system is going to be perfect so there's going to be people right. the the opposition to this change is always going to say oh there's going to be people grinding over me and all this stuff but the i would rather that than having someone come in like a barbarian um and like flagging up and trying to kill me and then following me to another server and that's really mm -hmm. all this change is kind of this is really all this change is kind of hurting right like i i would rather like because to be honest like how frequently do you encounter somebody that like comes in and just starts grinding over you like a belligerent loser um and you forcing you to swap servers or go to marnie's room has that happened to you since the one-sided death has that no, happened to you since the one-sided deck changes uh, occurred four months ago five months ago not to me. And you guys are big BB ears. Jay, has it happened to you? Nope. Nope. Hey, and really. it hasn't happened to me either. 
I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's very infrequent. So if you find somebody that comes in and just starts grinding over you, typically the solution is to just, you can just swap servers or you can go to Marnie's realm. And I know that feels kind of bad to give your spot to a terrorist like that, but like no system is going to be perfect. And this is the lesser of two evils, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, like I think that taking away this, like crystal loss to mobs is awful, especially during GVGs. Like when you're trying to mm -hmm. PvP and you're GVGing at Ash Forest, for example, and I lost my high take crystal. Like I'm in the middle of a GVG and I happen to get a hit by a mob, like last hit by a mob. That feels really bad, bro. Like, and no one would even mm -hmm. lose karma in that situation with the new system. Like you're not going to lose karma. or I mean, you're not going to lose karma and no one's going to lose crystals at open world GVGs anymore. That's a W. That's an objective win in most cases. So like I... Mm -hmm. Um, how does it work? Is it like you get like a debuff or something that like protects you or did, did they explain that at all? I'm not sure how that how does um, the system like work? Yeah, so if you're flagged if you get hit in PvP or you, you get flagged on in PvP or you get hit at all, um, you don't lose uh crystals on death for like the next X amount of seconds. Uh they said oh, okay. they're still working yeah, they on it. specific about the time. Yeah, they weren't like right. yeah. they were just announcing they were going to be doing that. They haven't actually shown it as like Correct. an in-game yeah. function. Correct. Okay. As a process, yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, interesting. I think, yeah, I think that most players that uh, disagree with um, this kind of take are typically the players that are the problem. I hate to say it, but like, like the the people that abuse the system the most are going to be the ones that are most upset about this. Um, again, not losing crystals to PVE death is an objective win when you look at it, and if you don't see it as an objective win, you're probably the problem. Um, but like, and again, no no system is going to be perfect, but you know it is what it is. Uh, as far as the rest of the changes goes, uh, Perlibus has started cracking down, like they're going to crack down really hard on bans. So they're going to ban more aggressively for, uh, chat bans. They also basically doubled down on their macro take, which said that like, you still get permanently banned if you get caught macroing a single time, uh, when you're not supposed to be. Uh, and one of the biggest changes that they added is once you're permanently banned from the game, or if you're temporarily banned from the game, they will ban all of your accounts. Um, or they have the right to ban all your accounts. So I'd assume that means that in almost every case, they're going to keep you from playing their game um, moving forward if you get banned. Um, oh, boy. Like an yeah. IP ban? Yep. Yeah. They specifically oh mentioned boy. IP address bans and PC bans. So like hardware bans um, from the game permanently if you get restricted. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's that's kind of a big change because most of the time uh, players would get banned on one account and then they would just sw swap to their alt that also has 700 right, gear right. score and just continue their harassment. Um, but no longer, right? Unless you literally move, like, location. Move and, and get a new PC. And get a new PC. <laughs> In which case, I'll be honest, okay, let him play again. You know what I mean? This dude wants new to spend like like five thousand dollars to play the game That's again. A lot of effort. All right, yeah, exactly. All right, he's probably hashtag reformed. You know what I mean? He's probably going to take better care of yeah, his account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like um, holy cow. Yeah, so like I, uh, I'm not. I'm curious what your guys' take is on on all those changes that I went through there. Uh, Jay, we'll start with you there. Yeah, I think these are all, all all you know for the most part overall good positive changes. And again, as you mentioned before, like if you're upset about these changes, if you're the person who keeps wanting people to lose their crystals from from fading people to mobs, then yeah, you are part of the problem. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's all. That's it, bro. That's it. If your gameplay, look, everybody should be allowed to play the game the way they want, they want to play the game as long as it doesn't negatively impact uh, the players around them. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's I, I take the same honestly I take the same philosophy in life right I like personal freedom I think that everyone should be personally free to do what they want to as long as it doesn't affect uh, the personal freedom or uh, health and well being of the people around you you know like this is just common we're talking about common decency just straight up um so yeah uh, blonde what's your take on it um yeah bd is adapting bd has been changing for many years they you know I don't think people knew they were gonna take a hardline stance on the deck thing. Um, but they are, and we're just going to have to adapt. Even if there's some things I might not like or like the change, it's just going to be what it is, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that, that, you know, they're introducing so many other ways to get integrated into different types of PVP and different forms of that combat that you're just going to have to change your interests or get used to the new status quo. Um, 
you know, there might be like a big, you know, push away from certain players that are again the old heads. But you know, bring back Shadow Arena. <laughs> we'll <see>. Yes, <laughs> that that might solve a lot of problems. <laughs> Unironically, <laughs> Shadow Arena could really that because it has that overall I'll aspect. Be There's a PVP. <laughs> I'll be you honest with you, about? if they bring back Shadow Arena, I'm taking full credit because I started playing Naraka Blade Point and they were like, nope, we can't. We, we can't. We'll just add that to our game and then he'll just play more Battle Royale. Easy. Um, I but like, solves that. I actually like, do think that thirst. you're actually not wrong. I, I actually do. I, I, I agree with that take. Like, if they added... Um, uh, what was it? What, what arena was it called? What, it was a uh, Shadow, Arena. <laughs> Shadow Arena, bro. And bro, it was so long ago, bro. They made it the standalone game. Was, For those of yeah. us that don't know, uh, Shadow oh, Arena no. was in the game. It was Perlibus's take on a battle arena, or oh, I mean, a yeah. battle royale, yeah. um, kind of like yeah. uh, Fortnite, but for BDO, right? So you spawned in, and mm -hmm. like 50 players, you you unlocked a class right at the start. You went to a random class, and then you picked up items, and you tried to be the sole survivor. Um, and this was an extremely popular game mode when it came out in BDO because honestly battle royales were like a big thing back then they still are a uh, yeah. very popular mm -hmm. uh genre uh but like the rewards were super good and for it was the first time that the game had ever seen good pvp rewards i mean i remember DeJules just playing it 24 7 there's the most i've ever seen this, the mm -hmm. dude stream uh in his life it was crazy and then they the perlibus had this great idea like wait wait a minute we can make this a standalone game and make <laughs> more money no. And if you look at how that no. went, um, it, it went just about as badly as you might have thought. Because yep. the players from um, Black Desert did not go play the new standalone game. It hard tanked into mm -hmm. the ground. And I didn't they shut down the servers recently? I don't know. Yep. Like it's recently. Yeah, yeah it, it, it went very it poorly. Uh, big flop. But like the code is still technically in the game. And again, it was very popular within <clears throat> the confines of BDO because again, for a sandbox MMO to be able to do something like um like a battle royale like that, that was pretty cool. It was awesome. I felt like it it, yeah. it, it, it helped like yeah. kind of disperse like like those players, like you said, Blonde, that love to just, just dog on people um and like bully people in the open world. You can do the same thing in the battle royale, but you, you can actually feeling. get rewards. Yeah, but actually rewarded. get rewards for it. You're like having fun. It's different every time. It's like that randomness in the open world that you don't get mm -hmm. really uh well not anymore, you know. Yeah. Um so, so that good. was the key figure, and I think that that would kind of nail that. I yeah. think that was BDO's first PvP VE mode, technically, yeah. right? Uh where's the VE? You kill the monsters you to, kill to get the gear. To, to get oh loot. true. Yeah. You did to have to kill mobs. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. You unlocked skills too from killing the mobs too. So you like you didn't start off with meteor as a as a witch. You had to like unlock meteor or something like that. It was like BDO in mobs. fifteen minutes. All the, uh, the yeah. career of BDO. <laughs> Get in, grind, kill player, win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like and when, you, and when you killed red nose, you got a red nose armor, and you're like you were like so tanky. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think that. Yeah, good times, good times. If they brought that game mode back, I think that people would really enjoy it. I, I honestly think yeah, that it would it, be just an objective W. Right. Right? That that yeah. thirst for that. They could bring it back. They could call it light arena, you know. Right. <laughs> light <Yeah. laughs> arena. Nah, bro. Just bring it back and give it to us no. again and watch bring it succeed, it bro. Watch it succeed within BDO because players would really enjoy it. It's just an objective yep. win. Um now we're gonna talk about we're gonna pivot a little over to the uh global labs. Um because I know that most of our discussion has kind of been centered around PvP um, for this first part of it, but there's a new Sea Fog ring uh, on the Global yeah. Lab, which is the which is a new best-in slot um, evasion ring for players that I'm sure that DP memes have been asking for forever. Because up until this point, believe it or not, there's something called the Jesus game. Uh, I mean, the Jesus ring in game, and that has. Oh yeah. Always been this is this ring right here, this 76k ring. The green. <laughs> yeah. This green ring is technically the best in slot evasion ring in the game on current patch. Uh but there is a new mm -hmm. evasion ring that is going to be objectively a lot better than this. It gives HP, it gives more evasion, or it gives more DP. Um not that that matters too much, but like uh, it's just an objectively better ring. One. Yeah, like and it's going to drop from paddocks. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's going to drop yeah, from paddocks. Uh, how do you guys feel this kind of impacts the game? Is there not enough evasion? 
Get out of it, bro. There's so much accuracy <laughs> in the game, man. Like, I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Is there really not enough evasion? I know they took out some crystals recently, right? So maybe that's the... Is this the counterbalance? <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I still don't think it will be very popular. I like. I don't think it will cause like a huge influx of people to suddenly run full evasion. Um, I don't know too much about like hybrid builds. Um, so maybe this will create some new builds utilizing this ring. But mm -hmm. even if that were the case, I think DP and hybrid builds are very like ex extremely niche after all. So I don't think it'll be popular. Um, I did have a discussion with someone explaining about uh, this ring has like low sheet DP compared to Kadri's because Kadri's has twenty sheet DP. But I, I think with all the fallen god pieces now, it's not that difficult to get mm -hmm. the final bracket of four one. So, well, that um, opens up a little bit of a discussion on should they also mm -hmm. increase a DP bracket? True. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Like numbers you... are going up. I do think eventually though they will increase sheet sheet DP. They've done it before, and, and you know as time goes on, like hard creep is inevitable. And so I do think sheet well, sheet uh, brackets will come. Is it time? Do you feel time? Do you That's feel tanky enough um, as it stands currently, or do you think they should add more DP brackets to the game? I think, in my opinion, I think it's time. I think there should be more mm. DP stats in the game, or like just more defensive options in the game um like yeah there's tanky players but for the most part you see players just dive in and just get instantly one shot most duels are over before the play mm. like players even get cc'd bro it's not even just like a dr like i saw i don't even know i don't know how you fix dr i watched a 725 dr like berserker get one comboed by a succession dk with like 305 ap like the dude just mm -hmm. blew him away. It wasn't even remotely close. Um, so like I think we are at a state where like we need more changes like this. We need more DP in the game. Um, and like you have to be careful about it because like the developers, I'm sure, behind the scenes going, forgive them, Lord. They know not what they ask. Uh, right. because like right. it feels really bad. You guys have never experienced an awakening mystic like I've experienced an awakening mystic or a striker. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, they just an unstoppable force meeting an extremely movable uh, person on a casting couch uh, that is witch, dark knight, Ooh. or wizard, right? Um, so, like, <laughs> you got to be careful when you add DP to the game. You don't want to add too, too much uh, because then players get so, so tanky that I assure you that not being able to kill someone is worse than, like, no matter what you do, you can't kill them is worse than having to one-shot somebody. Um, so... I think that there's a delicate balance that they should definitely lean more towards more DP brackets now. But like, how do you feel about that, Blunt? Um, it's kind of tough. I I had a long discussion after our last podcast about the gap in gear, and I had uh, it was a very long discussion about like, you know, it's not just getting to 700 gear score. It's not just getting about 720, 730. But there's so many other little things to finish on your account. So many things that aren't just like sort of raw gear score that like alternate sets of gear uh, upgrades like uh, your Garmoth stuff and, and further on upgrades that that stuff really does not get looked into like the actual real gap between like an end game player and an end game player. And so I feel like it's, it is exactly like you said, really tough to think about adding something like this because you're just giving everybody that's already at that point, just a ton of just um stats and depending on your perspective for no reason to just make it even further of a gap for 90 percent of the rest of the players so like people that are already there it's um gonna feel great yeah who, who doesn't love it for the people that aren't there it's just gonna feel like one of those defeatist things where it's like why do i even like i'm gonna have to keep going forever to even get close to beating that so i don't know what the right choice is because it's um <laughs> it's one of those things that like well it depends what end of the stick you're on whether or not it's a good decision um i'm kind of in the middle of opinion wise so i i just i don't know um because i do remember those days of not being able to kill people and it's one of the most miserable experiences in the game um you Super can't kill them and, um, and they're just gonna exist forever and never die and it's miserable that is arguably miser more miserable than dying to them you know yeah i mean like i, I think remember... oh, budgie uh, I was gonna say I remember um, uh, Witch had a mechanic. I don't know if it's still the case, but whenever you were in super armor as a witch or a wizard, you just had inherently more DR during that time. Like when you casted Voltaic, you just had more like natural DR. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, super um, armor. And that makes me... Yeah, yeah and that kind of makes me think maybe um, there could be a new form of direction for... Um, in that same direction that Witch had, like, people could start... There, there would be another tertiary stat called, I don't know, super armor reduction. And so when your super armor is... When you're doing a super armor, you have a little bit more extra DR. Or maybe even a, another tertiary it, yeah. stat that is that increases your forward guard gauge right instead like maybe uh, like new um cups in the future raise your max forward guard gauge by like five percent you know instead of having a hundred gauge you have 105 gauge and stuff like that maybe that could be the direction for adding more defensive options if we need more survivability in the game if this is the it's time an interesting for it, take know? i the only thing that mm -hmm. i disagree with on this is that it again makes the game more complicated mm, true I think that like yeah, you end up more uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah you end up in a situation where like um, a new player is trying to play the game and like there's yet another stat that they have to try to figure out. I think that if they were gonna do that, they would have to simplify everything. This my stats the page. Systems, yeah. yeah, this my stats mm -hmm. page. Why do I have three of every stat, bro? Even as an experienced <laughs> player, they're like, Blue, how much AP do you have? And I'm like, oh, well, hold on. I got to do like some well, arithmetic. AP do you have? Yeah, like, hold on. I got to I gotta add all this stuff together uh, and try to figure this out. You're like, oh, well, I'm a ranger. So is it the same for me? No, actually, you have your ranged uh, damage and I am magic. So like, like your damage... Well, my damage against that striker is really low. Well, actually, you only do 85% damage to strikers specifically, but you do 95% damage to witches and then 198% damage to dark knights because those guys. Um, but, like, it, there's too many things, like stats in the game. It all needs to be condensed down, like, super, super hard. But, like, if they're going to add an extra stat like that or, like, add more DR to super armors and stuff like that, like, again, everything else needs to be condensed before they even look at doing something like mm -hmm. that, in my opinion. I don't know. Blonde, what's your take on it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, um, it is, there is a lot. D diversity is important, but too much diversity is rough. I think that, and, and also, like, I, I like the idea, Jay. Um, it just has to be implemented maybe correctly. It's so tough when you have uh, more and more just adding to this infinite receipt of stuff you gotta, mm. gotta put on the... Dude, it's crazy. Right, that's another thing I gotta buy. There should be other methods in the game. Like, oh, you've done 20 RBFs, and now you've unlocked, like, stage one of whatever this ring um, cup is, and you can interchange them out. I think that more variety in that way, having different so sort of horizontal content that isn't just grinding in a sense of money but maybe doing like a daily rbf or doing like a, a you know a thing like there should be forms of again this horizontal sort of uh progression mm -hmm. where it's not just killing monsters like you do an rbf you do a, a node war you do a you know a siege or you do a the gvg or just participating in those things i think more of those types of systems are, are fun and rewarding as much as people don't like quote-unquote time-gated content you know um it's better to feel like, okay, I've done my Zarka weekly, you know, oh, now I gotta go, oh, I'm gonna go grind this, okay, and then later I'm gonna do my boss splits, like, having, like, a lot of these just options of things to do is important, rather than just adding again to the, again, the grocery list of things you gotta go and get by the end of your, you know, mm -hmm. BDO career, so, I, I think that if they could implement it the right way, they, it, it could be right, but, yeah, there is definitely a lot of balancing before they get there, um, it's, it's very tough to just, um, <laughs> works Introducing we only got system. yeah we only got two pvp class mm -hmm. changes and we're still waiting on the rest of them right guys nerf circer come yeah, on let's right. go gonna do stuff, right? we, sure we got drac and we got sage but where's the rest there's like 26 classes <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> kind of weird yeah no i think I, I think so too now very quickly at the end of this um how do you guys feel about the current like the new grind zone uh, we've only had a couple days on it, but I assume that both of you have tried it. I was going to try it yesterday, but then mm. I went and tried almost every other Dekia spot for the first time. It was a lot of fun. Hmm. I've not tried it. Um, that's why I was asking Jay about it. I yeah. still was going for the LBI, and I got it, and I was <laughs> just about to go there, but I was like, I don't want to do it during the podcast. So I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'll am i wait. I'll wait till later. But I definitely am excited to try it. I'm very, very excited. Mm. There's um, actually... it's So the dynamic is very interesting in a in sense that um, there are like dangerous moments. But, you know, I, I, I've done a lot of Olins, and so I'm, like, very used to watching out for, like, oh, he's swinging his big giant leg. I better move out of the way, you know? <laughs> yeah. And oh so, my. like, I'm very used to that. Like, like I understand, like, that if you get hit by it, it is kind of, it does kind of hurt. But if you are able to, um, like, you know, just, 
if you know how to do the mechanics if you know what you what you're looking out for it's actually a very chill spot because you actually get like a little bit of a water break every every now and then every like i heard minutes. about that i like that really? that sounds like, awesome it just it, yeah it just kills the mobs for you for like 20 30 seconds and then you just like stand still it kills mobs for you you just loot um stand still that like, you don't you don't gotta is that do what he was talking um, about when he was mm -hmm. like oh guys i'm not doing yeah. anything macro no macro oh, no macro no, no macro no macro yeah 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 <laughs> Don't ban Occasionally, me. <laughs> you just get a little bit of a break. Like every every three four minutes, you just have a twenty thirty second break. Oh it's it's nice. It's nice um, to just you know. <laughs> be able oh to my god! And then would... there are moments where you get those. It's like high like when he, when he is available to hit. Right. Um. There are like very dangerous moments where there's big AOEs. You got to watch out for that. Um. But once you get over that, it's it's very chill. I would say personally. Okay, right on. Uh, Maybe and some people might disagree with me because I actually, uh, I, I just want to mention like I was during the first day um, when I saw, um, well, I was just watching my feed and there's a bunch of my guildies were dying to. <laughs> what? I just saw like so frosty dying to Seculeon. I was like, uh oh, is so frosty having trouble here. I, I frosty catching strays <laughs> right now, bro. That poor, oh man, he just got demolished. Holy moly. Um. Okay, so wait, what's the one? Is there a one-shot mechanic or something? There are there are a couple one-shot mechanics where, well, it's not like a one-shot. Well, it doesn't one-shot me because I'm seven sixty-five gear score, but it might one-shot people who are less than seven sixty-five gear score. You can forward guard a lot of the attacks if you have enough DP, but if it does break, if you guys don't know how forward guard works when it breaks, so let's say you have I don't know fifty percent of your forward guard because a lot of people don't know about this is that if you have fifty percent of your forward guard. Um, so let's say an attack does, I don't know, 10,000 damage, right? Just like theoretical numbers. Um, and your forward guard is worth 10,000. Let's just say that, right? One to one ratio. And if you have 50%, right? You would think that when you when your forward guard breaks, you would only take the difference, right? Of five, you know, 5,000, right? That would make sense. That's not how it works. If your forward guard breaks during that attack, even if you're, if you, if you are um, 9,999, and the damage is 10,000, right? It's just one attack damage. It breaks through and you take the full hit of the damage. And that's mm -hmm. it's 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 super obvious here at Deki Olin's. Is that that you sounds like a difference. very intended mechanic. Yes. That sounds like <laughs> definitely part mm -hmm. of the game. For sure. <laughs> I'm glad you explained that to me. I actually did not know that, yeah. bro. It's like the more that's the more you know Jay's mm -hmm. over here. You don't think the difference in damage. Actually. damage if it breaks. So Okay. If, so if we simplify it to lower numbers, if you if a if a, an attack takes away fifty of your forward guard and you had forty nine left, and that if that that one percent breaks through, you take the full damage of the hit. And that's so it's, messed it's up, a little bro. dangerous in that way. Yeah. I <laughs> wonder I wonder if it's like mm -hmm. that in PvP too. It probably is. It's gotta be like that, right? That's gotta be how it works. It's in very PvP. inherent in in Deki Olens because you have a shy with you, and you can you can literally see the difference. Like I can't forward guard the attack from the one shot attack in Deki Olens without the shy buff because uh, if it breaks, I'm, I'm down to fifty percent HP. But yeah. if I have the shy buff, because I have, if you guys don't know, HP also affects forward guard. Um, and so if the, if the shy buff 1500 HP, it, it takes me down to only 20 gauge. So that's like, that's, and I'm still at full HP. So like, it's such a big difference in, in, in like, whether you get what? broken on your, your forward guard or not, it's, it's crazy. Wait, I'm like, like rediscovering PVP for the first time. Like, wait, this explains a lot of stuff. <laughs> so like, yeah, and that, mm -hmm. if that is how it works, first of all, that's gotta be bugged out of its mind. There's no way that's intended, bro. No other game works that way. Right, you block the incoming right. damage. If you block part of the incoming damage, you don't take the full shot because your garb went down. Um, but that could be a big reason why shield classes feel like uh garbo uh warbo in large scale PvP. Like warrior is <laughs> what frontal guard? You know what I mean? Like um <laughs> Maybe not too right. sure about the dynamic the of PvP because um, the Valkyries are has, like, like multiple hits, right? Yeah, true. Frontal guard? Like it, it's it's <laughs> It's funny because a lot of people get really upset about frontal guard and super armor. I think the simple fact of the matter is, if frontal guard actually blocked any amount of like re like reasonable damage, you can use it to block like two skills. Yeah, it, it with a shield class with like a strongest shield class in the game, 
you're blocking maybe two skills of an equally geared player in most cases. Um, maybe three. Uh, Suck Nova can block a little bit more, but then you're playing Suck Nova, so you've already taken that L. Um, but, like, I think that a big part of the tankiness in PvP could be help be alleviated by, like, buffing Frontal Guard. The amount of damage a Frontal Guard can actually soak, um, just in general, would help change, like, the face of PvP in general. I think that that would be a W. And then you could, theoretically, people do not like the Frontal Guarded Super Armor classes. They do not like those. And I have to say it is... It feels like an unfun mechanic for most of those classes also have grabs. I think every one of them has a grab too. So like they stand in fully protected frontal guarded super armor and then they grab you mm. out of your protect. That feels really bad. Um, so like if you buffed their frontal guard up a little bit so that it actually did something, uh, but then removed their super armor um, on their block, eh, maybe that's a fair trade. I'm not sure I'd have to think about it balance wise, but like um, that actually might work out a little bit. That's a good suggestion. Huh. Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we are running a little low on time here, so why don't we go uh, ahead with uh, closing thoughts on this one. Uh, let's see, who did we let? We let off with uh, Blonde, I think, before, so we'll start with Jay here. Closing thoughts? Uh, clothing, closing thoughts is that I... Closing thoughts, yes. Don't know. Hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> okay, closing thoughts, and then how do you feel about the Academia set? I love it. I did. My Wusa looks so good. Let me take you. Let me take a little bit of a. Let me take a picture of my Wusa right now. She looks so freaking good in here. Let me show you. You said closing thoughts and what you think about Academia. Oh my god, I loved it. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Oh my god. How do you already have a Geizo link? Where did you get this, Jay? It's almost offensive that you produced this so quickly, Jay. Like, what is it? It's a. Gezo is like a little he it's, it's it ready free, to go. Um, he was in there. He like snip. Yeah. Had the link open just looking. <laughs> well, most players Jay yeah, like, don't have you... the screenshot like ready to go and like already like you have it literally copied to your clipboard already. Like here you go, let me show off my uh <laughs> my character. Like I, I almost thought you were a dark knight main for a second. That's crazy. No. Um Okay. All but right, yeah, Jay, thoughts, um I think the guild leagues is an interesting idea. I can't wait for it. Also, War of the Roses is coming up this week. Maybe my I don't know, I don't know if my guild's planning True, to we did get, announcements if we're We did get War of yeah. the Roses out of nowhere, so we didn't talk mm -hmm. about that at all. Well, we'll probably um get more in depth. I, I don't think we can really like get in depth with it right now because it hasn't happened yeah, yet. Yeah, it's uh, here it's and we have no Sunday. idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's happening on Sunday, and so maybe afterwards. I I don't know if you're participating, but hey, I'll try to get into that. Um, uh, it's it's like Friday or Saturday. They said something about like the third legion. Like if you don't have a guild to participate, you can participate as like in the third legion is what the, they called it. Okay. And it's like either on Friday or Saturday. I'll have to look it up, but I'll, I'll definitely want to like try it out at least once. You know, yeah, if I like it, I'll keep doing it. So it happens yeah, every two fun. weeks. So sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's no, I, let's go. Yeah, I'm excited uh, to do it for the one or two weeks that it's going to be popular. We'll see. Um, mm. <laughs> and you can find me at twitch.tv jkvtv for the tea. <laughs> right on and my boy blonde bear uh closing thoughts uh bdf shifting has been shifting for a while been a few major changes that are shifting it significantly unfortunately we're just gonna have to get used to it they've changed the game before and they'll change it again um so yeah we gotta get used to it um also please make sure to comment like the the youtube thoughts of these the, the <laughs> stuff i read all the comments every time and I really do appreciate it. The feedback is very important. So my favorite you. is what do you when think about the fan art that we found this week. I did I not put it up art. because that's what I thought about it. Um, I legitimately <laughs> didn't even put it up, bro. Oh, this no. is we always have fan art every week, and my audience, you guys, tell me if you guys would have appreciated this. But this is what Jay comes to us. He goes, guys, look how awesome this fan art is. So good. It's so good. It's so well done. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> It's Nuber and Garboth. I see that, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> yep, you got to do Nuber. Or you got to do Garmoth, and you got to do Nuber. Yeah, Nuber for the Nuber. Get the know, Nuber cant and the Nuber pet yeah, so you can Nuber breed it with your Garmoth pet. No, and get I the tier don't. Four. No, I do exactly. not need to do that. Those pets are fresh out of the eggs. Yeah. All right? Yeah. No way. Yeah. These are fully oh, yeah. grown and they are on other sides of the world. Geographically, this doesn't work. Take a fly. <laughs> Oh my gosh.
Um, okay. Um, but yeah, he actually, Blonde does make a point. Make sure you guys comment, like the video. Uh, we definitely do read uh, all of those comments. My favorite part of the week is when Blonde comes to me and goes, look at this dude. And it's like, Blonde Bear, and Jay, Blonde Bear and Jay's opinion are completely irrelevant. They are dog water at the game. They're PVE shitheads. And I don't care about anything that they say. And we're like, oh boy, we're eating. We're eating this week, bro. I love <laughs> plus, plus one for the algorithm. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate it. Yeah, we definitely look at your there. yeah, we look at your comments, guys. We look at the feedback, and we also uh take that into consideration when we do um topics for the following week. So make sure you guys like and comment on the YouTube video. Uh as for my channel, uh there are always new videos every single day, typically two videos, like every single day, one just dropped. Um, I showed the thumbnail just a few moments ago. Um, so make sure you guys go check that out. Notice goat is my editor over there. Um, and, uh, again, I'm on Twitter, blue squad, blue squad live. We're on, we're on Tic Tac. We're on, uh, Insta, Insta book and all those other, uh, <laughs> wonderful social medias, but there's always something going on in this channel. And right after this, we have reacts and stuff going on as well. So, uh, a lot going on here. Uh, as always guys, the old moon podcast goes up on Spotify and Apple podcasts, uh, every single week. Uh, after it airs uh, live. So if you guys want to listen to it on your way to work, just make sure you hit that follow button there. Uh, from all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, have a great rest of your week.